Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag Utah Jazz. Conley, tight curl through the lane, gets down, bounces to Rudy. He'll grab it with a left hand, then throw it through for two. Clarkson works the right side, gets free, fires the three, tickles the twine. Bogdanovich, another hard drive. This time he floats it up and in on the left wing, and he'll buy it, and he'll get one free. Gobert's about three feet out, yes. try to turn around jumper, no good. Clarkson will fly in for the rebound and tap it up and in with a little bit artistic pleasure from Jordan Clarkson right there. Highlights is the Utah Jazz making four wins in a row. 12 of the last 14. Seven straight on the road. They beat the Spurs 110-104. Jordan Clarkson with 23 points. No Donovan Mitchell. And the Jazz get it done anyway, PK. Mitchell was there. He was tweeting like crazy. And they were reading every one of them. (laughs) He was. He thought it was pretty funny when... uh, When uh, Royce O'Neal got dropped to his knees by Jakob Pertl. But he had plenty of other comments throughout the game. I didn't read any of them. None of them? I was not on Twitter during the game, no. Didn't read them. I mean, I saw them. They put them on screen, but I I didn't know. I wasn't looking at Twitter. Clarkson with 23 off the bench. Hassan Whiteside with another strong game off the bench. 13 points, 8 rebounds in 19 minutes. The three wasn't falling, PK, but it was like they could hear your voice. Stop shooting the three. Attack the rim. They got a lot of laps, a lot of dunks. Created a lot of uh, free throws. Got into the paint. Got to the line. A lot of so things they were good went at, well for them. Were they good at the ones? Uh, they were pretty good at the ones. Yeah, 23 of 30, 76, almost 77%. That's decent. Not great. 80%, then you really start thinking, oh, you're really shooting it now. But high 70s is good. Yeah, and like we talked about the night before, the Spurs were unbelievably hot. They weren't going to continue that in two consecutive games, so you love to see that the night before, have some teams shoot out of its mind. Please shoot 50% the night before we get there. Then you can shoot 33%, which is what the Spurs did. They hit 10 of their 33-pointers. They were terrible at the ones. Four of nine, not good. No. Jazz off tonight. They play the Blazers in Portland tomorrow. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. We're down to the final five seconds. Here is Zach Levine against Reddish. Right elbow, the fade for three. Yes! Onions, baby onions! Zach Levine with his fifth triple of the first half. Bars for a three. It's short, no good. Rebounded by Mills. Pass ahead. Harden never got back. He's uncontested, and he dunks it with the left hand. Jaw drives into the paint. Jaw off the glass and in! Jaw Morant hesitates in the air. Gets it to go with .5 left. And the Grizzlies are on top, 114 to 113. John Morant with the basket. He's got 33 and none bigger than that one. And the Grizzlies beat the Suns, 114-113. That John Morant shot is the game winner. A rare loss for the Suns, but the Grizzlies get it done, despite 30 points from Devin Booker. Yeah, the Suns are without two starters. I mean, everything is a qualifier now. Yeah, Who's no in protocol. Aiden and Crowder are both out. Monty Williams is out. I mean, you got you got to look towards this now, and they, they what they reduce the uh, 
protocol time from 10 days to 6 or something. Yep, you can come back faster if you're asymptomatic. Coin came up heads on that one. Seemed like they're just swatting flies in the dark, but what do I know? You also heard in their highlights as the uh, Nets got the win over the Clippers, 124-108. The Clippers, another team, shorthanded, missing guys to injury. James Harden went off, 39 points, 15 assists as the Nets tops in the East, pick up the win over the Clippers, who you would assume are going to uh, struggle now. They are back to 500, fifth in the West, but could see them uh, see them drop from there now that they're without not only Kawhi Leonard, but Paul George also. Mavericks blow out the Blazers. Jazz are playing the Blazers in Portland on Wednesday. Kristaps Porzingis had 34 for Dallas. Mavericks win by 15, 132-117. Portland stinks. They're they 13 do. 20. Yeah. They're, they're not even in – not only are they not in playoff territory, they're not even in that uh, four-team four play-in uh, place. They're, they're not even in the top ten in the West. Greg Monroe – Playing for the Minnesota Timberwolves, 541 players with uh, with injuries and COVID protocols. The guys coming and going. That's a record number of players now appearing in uh, NBA games. So, Greg Monroe is back, baby. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Kamara, the running back. Dolphins show eight guys. Oh, it's it's Needham. Needham down the sidelines. A pick six. Touchdown, Miami. Talk about the defense coming through. Trips to the left. Now they put Lindsey back in the backfield. They got it on the inside. The Waddle. Waddle touchdown. Book back to throw. Getting pressure. And he gets away from uh, Baker. Downfield. And it's intercepted. Yes, who? And it's. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Now it's Brandon Jones. Brandon up. It's Brandon Jones. I thought it was Xavier. Ian Book with a couple of interceptions. His second pass deflected a little bit at the line and turned into a pick six. And Miami beats the Saints 20-3. Book gets sacked eight times. Miami in control of that game, just picking their spots. And they get the win. They are now in a four-way tie for the last wild card spot in the AFC at the moment. They've got the tiebreakers, but that changes week by week. So we'll see if they can hold on down the stretch. And for the Saints... That loss, they are no longer tied for the last wild card spot in the NFC. Their their postseason hopes in trouble, but that is the fourth different quarterback they have had to start this year. And had a graphic up during the game: fifty-four different players have started. The roster is usually fifty-three. So, Saints have had their issues, and they get beat in the Monday Night Football game. Yeah, when do we decide that this season is bogus in this regard? Like, come on. Taysom Hill, he just a bit have been very, very sick in order that they rule him out. I don't know what his status is. Maybe he is very, very sick. But if he's got nothing, wow. Because they had to start a fourth-string quarterback who was clearly overmatched. And a lot of quarterbacks would be in trouble getting sacked eight times, but Taysom would have done better than that. Every fourth-team quarterback is overmatched. That's why he's the 14 quarterback. Who's never thrown an NFL pass before he steps out there on Monday Night Football. 49ers starting quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. Torn ligament, fractured bone in his right throwing hand. His status for the remainder of the season is currently up in the air. Head coach Kyle Shanahan said the injury occurred in the second quarter of the loss to Tennessee. Jimmy G finished the game, missed a wide-open TD pass, threw a couple interceptions with other passes going awry, and 
Apparently his thumb all sorts of jacked up, but he tried to give it a go and they ended up getting beat. Seahawks head coach Pete Carroll telling reporters he doesn't believe the franchise needs a restart after their worst season more than a decade winds down. Not for one reason at all am I thinking that we have to restart this whole thing and create a new philosophy and a new approach and all that. Of course he would say that because if that was required, he wouldn't be there. Ooh, restart with a new head coach. Pete Carroll totally opposed to that. That's like uh, you want diversity in hiring as long as it's not your job. job. (laughs) Adam Silver, he wanted to see more female refs. Well, I want to see a female commissioner. Hey, now. (laughs) DJ and PK. (laughs) Hashtag college football. He's the total package. He's everything you, you you want to see. I can just already picture him playing for like the Steelers or the Patriots and like one of those guys that people are like, where'd that guy come from? Oh yeah. He's playing for nine, 10 years as a, as a starting linebacker for Bill Belichick. He, he's that kind of guy. A tremendous leader, incredibly motivated, came back this year to win the Pac-12 and get to the Rose Bowl. Like if you can't pull for Devin Lloyd, you don't care. You know I mean? He's, he's been great. Very kind of representative of who this Utah team team is this year and I'm excited to to get to Pasadena and have a chance to to see them and the Buckeyes go go toe-to-toe. That's ESPN's Kirk Herbstreet talking about the youth star linebacker Devin Lloyd in advance of the Rose Bowl game which Herbstreet will be in the booth for so he likes himself some Devin Lloyd there went on for quite a bit in his media availability yesterday about uh, Devin Lloyd. Well, if he plays 10 years for Bill Belichick, that would put Bill Belichick at 79 years of age. <laughs> He's just cranky enough to pull that off. Ohio State's going to be without four standout players in the Rose Bowl. Two of the top three receivers, Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson, are not going to play. Offensive lineman Nicholas Pettit-Ferrer will not play. Defensive lineman Haskell Garrett has also opted out. All four of those guys headed to the NFL draft. So they aren't going to play. we got the question up on Facebook. We'll get your reaction to that news coming up. But PK, two of the top three receivers out. Not not to underestimate the impact that losing an offensive and defensive linemen have, but those receivers are awesome, and two of the three aren't going to play. This taints the Rose Bowl. This is a first. Congratulations, Ohio State. And Kurt Herbstreet met with uh, not just Rose Bowl media, any media, I yeah. guess. It was about 35 minutes I was on it yesterday. I didn't ask any questions. I listened. And right at the end, uh, the uh, I think somebody maybe from Ohio, I'm not sure uh, who the question was. Uh, Trevor Allen, our KSL guy, asked a question. And then they went and asked about the Ohio State uh, defections or opt-outs. And uh, Kirk went off. Uh, he really had some strong opinion. I'm writing about this. It will be posted at KSL this morning. And uh, wow, it's just it's a shame. This is this is unbelievable, and we'll we'll get to it. I mean, Kirk Kirk had some great points that I want to bring up. All right, we will have that coming up in our next segment. Uh, more bowl games impacted. The Arizona Bowl is off. Boise State pulled out of that bowl game due to COVID nineteen issues within the program. Central Michigan was going to be the opponent, but because Miami pulled out of the Sun Bowl, Central Michigan will now take the four-hour trip from Tucson over to El Paso, and they will get a much bigger payday to play Washington State in the Sun Bowl. Instead of three hundred fifty grand for a game that was going to be streamed on Barstool Sports, four point five five million. Yeah, for a game that'll be on uh, CBS on New Year's Eve, and they get to play Washington State. So, the Arizona Bowl is the fourth bowl game canceled so far. This is the 
On top of that, there's two more bowl games where the matchup has changed. So, there you go. New Oregon head coach Dan Lanning will call plays as Georgia's defensive coordinator against Michigan in the playoff. So, he will still be there as Georgia tries to win it all. And like the NBA, the ACC announced Monday it'll add a shorter isolation option for vaccinated individuals to its medical advisory group report. So, there you go. That is what is trending. Brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job. Too big or too small? Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, next segment, you'll hear from Kirk Herbstreit. Get your reaction to the news that Ohio State's got four starters who aren't going to be playing in the Rose Bowl. Rod joins us now from Lendright Mortgage. Rod Rex back with us once again. Rod, good morning. Good morning. You're here now to help people tap the equity. The end of the year, people want to make some big financial decisions right here. Right now, you've got a little bit of advice for them. Yeah, right now is definitely the best time we've had in a lot of years to be able to tap into that equity just because of that record increase in home values. So with the new 2022 loan limits in place, you can get a conventional loan up to $647,200. So if you're looking to do any major purchases, uh, pull some money out to remodel, do an addition, or consolidate any debt. Uh, Now is definitely the time to do it just because as we move into 2022, the Federal Reserve has already said they're gonna hike their federal funds rate at least three times. So higher interest rates are on the way. So right now you wanna get that money out while rates are still so low. Not everybody's good with math and not everybody's good with math while they're driving in the morning either. So when the rates go up, how much cash does that mean out of people's pocket? What, how much? How much? How many total dollars is that going to turn in? You got a couple examples? Yeah, if you look at a four hundred thousand dollar loan on a thirty year term, uh, if you compare right now, you can get a cash out rate of even in the in the high twos. Uh, but if you compare, let's just say an even three percent interest rate, you'll pay a total of eighty seven thousand dollars less in interest over the life of the loan if you compare that to rates of four percent and if you go up to a a rate in the fives that's a difference of a hundred and sixty six thousand dollars in interest paid so literally tens of thousands of dollars in interest paid to lock in that low rate where where we're at right now Everybody's situation is a little different. If they want to uh, follow up with you right now and, and get some information and answer some questions about their individual situation, how do they get a hold of you? Yeah, best way to uh, do that. We've got a team that can run your individual scenario, shop all of our lenders, and you can get a hold of them by calling 801-APPROVE or log on at LendRightMortgage.com. All right, online at LendRightMortgage.com or 801-APPROVE. 801-APPROVE. Thanks, Rod. Thank you.